0: You're listening to episode number 222 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Caesars Entertainment. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Or you can just give us money by donating via PayPal. A link to that is also available at 360VegasPodcast.com. Warning the hosts enjoy doing this show, and as a result, well, they laugh a lot. And if you don't like that, don't listen. We don't care. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas.
1: Las Vegas functions on a 24 hour a day
0: schedule. Who's the, the casino? Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Mirage, Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? I want a camel. They always put the
2: machines that pay off the most right
0: in the front.
1: Good luck.
0: The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world.
1: Kicking ass in Vegas.
0: Vegas, baby.
2: Vegas, baby.
0: Welcome to Las Vegas.
2: (laughs) He always gives the effort to have a unique. It still cracks me up. I know.
1: know. Every time we do that one.
2: So, for the record, I'd like to clear up that Christina and I also known as at Raising Las Vegas are not having an affair for those of you who aren't big fans of late 80s and 90s R&B could easily be misled oh, into two believing were, that. you were
1: quoting each other back and forth. It was... It and unfortunately, was, I was copying them in every single one of them. Not
2: every single one. Not every single one. one. Oh, there
1: were others that I wasn't? Yeah.
2: I even made the point... Then
1: I'm going to feed into it going, no, they're having an I even they're made... totally
2: I even fear. made the point to say, I'm pretty sure that they're going to be annoyed. Because she was copying in Brad, too, her husband. And... Um,
1: I at least knew half of them. The, the ones that I, I was copying on, I knew where they came from. Brad, I'm guessing, <laughs> doesn't know many, but... How did, how is she a fan of that music when she's like twelve? Like, uh, how does she?
2: I, I don't know. And, I and mean, and like the, today she's twelve. The but. even more interesting part is that we both seem to have this weird friend. Like, I she asked off Twitter, like on, you know, I hope Karen isn't. Out. I go, Karen is oh, doing know, the same on. thing because she said Brad does this. Uh, said to her, said the same thing. If I didn't know you two, I I'd <laughs> swear you were having an affair. Well, I would that's
1: swear. why I said it. And honestly, I I trust me. I love Christina, I and it, you, can, you can message her back and forth, whether in front of everybody or even behind the scenes, and I'm fine with it.
2: Well, and it was funny because I, <laughs> I told her, I said, Karen kind of looks at it like kids going a play date, like, oh, it's cute. Look, they like each other. <laughs> what he's got his tongue in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. we,
1: we... All, I have to say, and I will say this, judging by her twit pick of the week, that was very famously done. Yeah. If you can strike up an affair with her, God bless you. Can I, can I join <laughs> in is all I'm going to
2: say. Nice. She's like, all right. Not. We're getting completely sidetracked. We're trying to talk about my fucking game here that we came up with. Christy and I came up hip. We're, we're, we're hashtagging 360 New Jack, which is the, the style. If you know the music, you you know the style. It, it's yeah, it's I know. known as New Jack Swing.
1: Tony, do you know what New Jack stands for?
2: Well, I, I just even. I just said it, so if he was <laughs> listening, he would then know. No, so know. we actually would encourage people to join along with us. So here's here's kind of the how, how you play it. So you have just gotta throw that hashtag in there, three hundred and sixty new jack. And the idea is we're creating a narrative, like a story. We're just talking to each other back and forth, but you've got to use. Late 80s to, you know, early from 90s. the 90s. Not even early 90s. We've pretty much taken all the 90s. R&B, hip-hop, kind of in, in, that, in that same breath of music and help to further the narration. Now, a few of the rules that we've got <laughs> is that you can't use the same lyric more than once in a day. You can use the same song more than once in a day, but you can't use the same lyric. You also can't change the pronouns. You can't adjust it so it fits. Like, you can't say... Like, say Joe's song, All the Things Your Man Can Do. You can't change it to be like All the Things Your Woman Can Do. You can't can't change it. You've got to—I mean, you could be clever and chop off part of it and and just pick up halfway through the verse, but you you can't change the pronouns in it. And one of the things that we think is really fun about this is if you know anything about these songs, and if you followed any of what we did, these songs are very— sexual in nature it's usually it's <laughs> yeah. usually how much you love somebody or how much you want to have sex with them so the fun thing is don't play into what they are make them say make them continue the story without actually using them like for instance Christina said something about a house party and uh, asked when I wanted to have it and I replied with Janet Jackson's anytime any place now she is talking about having sex anytime any place I know so why well, I'm not it's, I'm not educating you, I'm educating everybody. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. Well, so, stop looking at me then. So
2: that's kind of the <laughs> the, the fun of it. You know, if you're just going to be overt, I mean, that, you know what it kind of reminds me of is back in the day when Seinfeld, when they went through the whole masturbation episode, they can't say that, so they just kept kind of dancing around what, what it was they were
0: trying to do and that's what we're trying to do.
1: So Tony, are you thoroughly confused or are you all up for
2: playing this game?
0: Well, I think it sounds lame as fuck and yeah. you shouldn't even think about counting me in. Yeah, he, he can't play because he doesn't know any of the songs. Now, if you
2: came up with 360 Crooner, this fucking tool would be all over it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's funny because it's awesome and it's... <laughs>
2: So I I wanted to reassure those of you who don't know us very well, because to be fair, basically anybody who's ever met Christina and I are like those goofy kids that like, oh yeah. Oh my God, you like this?
1: I like this too. And trust me, I, I, again, going back to it, I have no worries about the two of you. (laughs) Keep going as as far as the innuendos want to go. It's fine. The funny, the sad thing is, is I know it's, you know, 360 New Jack, but it's, I hear the song and I want to just finish the lyric.
2: 360 New Jack?
1: No, the New Jack.
2: Oh, I was gonna say there's lots of Uh, new. I'm sorry, there's that
1: that one particular one sticks in my head.
2: Well, I mean that's fair enough because that's from Tony Tony Tony. Yes. So that's the one that sticks in my head. What? What? The lyric it's actually a pull from ice from an Ice Cube song, and he says you can New Jack Swing on my nuts.
1: Yeah, but he says it. You can New Jack Swing on my nuts. It just it's catchy. (laughs) It's funny. It does. That's what he says. It's catchy. All right. Sorry. The song is if 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 you're now
2: enthralled. The song is if I had no loot, (laughs) or had no loot. What is that song? Yeah.
1: See, I remember these. I just don't listen to them like you guys do.
2: Yeah.
1: Come on, Tony. We we
2: muse as to how interesting it was that not only do we share the kind of passion we do about Vegas and now this thing, and we've got several other similar interests, but what are the odds? Especially considering how much younger she's, like a decade younger than us, she, yeah, that she, she likes this music. And we both married spouses that are like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. Like, we're like, I love this music. We're like, whatever. Well, I don't really I get like
1: it. it. I don't love it to the
2: extent that you do. You can well, I, I hate it. I That's don't what I mean. It. It's like, it's like Christine and I are like, You don't love this? I don't understand
1: how you don't love oh, this. Welcome to my life. <laughs> I love something. How oh, can you not love what I okay, love? Okay,
0: this is, this is a little different. Yeah, okay. Chris, whatever. Yeah, so. Tony, help. There it is. Let's start the show. He's Mark. <laughs> she's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. He's normally really good at transitions. That one was
2: like, I have no idea. Sports and that. <laughs> so know, it's like, I, I have I, no idea what I just what to wanted do. to cut
1: it off and go, too. So I thought he did an awesome job. Way to go, Tony.
2: I don't like either <laughs> of you right now. The MGM Grand has 93 elevators in it. You got that from the book Super Casino. Insane. I agree. Like To me, it's almost like Kirkorian took the idea of going, okay, so in casinos, we got the labyrinth idea, right? We get people lost. I got an idea. Let's actually get them lost. That would be great. Like, yeah, but we're going to get them lost going to their rooms or whatever. Don't care. It's a global concept. They're not just lost in the casino. They're lost in the resort. Like, I
0: don't, I don't think it's going to
2: work, Kirk. <laughs>
0: Have you guys ever stayed at MGM Grand before?
2: Yes, but yeah. we stayed in the Marina Tower, so it wasn't hard to figure out where to go and how to get to the casino and back. It was just
0: right off. Of I don't the think I floor.
1: would have stayed anywhere else because I'm I hate that casino.
0: I'm not I a fan that, either. I think the nice thing though about having 93 elevators is that theoretically, the supermajority of them will be for hotel guests to be able to get to their rooms quickly and and get up and down the elevator so fast. You know, for folks that have ever stayed at Bellagio and Paris and really any casino that's got 20-some floors to it, or more, I guess, is it can take forever to either get an elevator or once you're on the elevator, get up to the floor you want to be on or down to the casino floor that you want to get to, you know, whichever the direction is that you're going. To have 93 elevators just seems like that would be that, that would alleviate that sort of concern, and since most people's complaints about Imperial Palace were the elevators, and now the link really isn't all that much better. I love the thought of having 93 elevators in a as in a long hotel. As you casino. get the right
1: one, I was going to say that. As long as you get the right one,
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: That's the biggest part of it. If I get the wrong one, I'm like, I,
2: I think of I think about Vegas vacation when she goes, and then you'll turn around this, and there's a bank of elevators. Those aren't your elevators. Stay away from those. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> Excellent reference, my friend. (laughs) That, that was excellent. (laughs) Something else that was excellent was this week's Twit Pack of the Week winner.
2: Am I the only one that gets annoyed at the lights not affiliated with a hotel casino in aerial photos of the Vegas Strip? I remember hearing it was this thing that rises up out of the middle of nowhere, only to be disappointed, then entranced, then annoyed in the span of 30 seconds. It's similar to having the lights turned on in a strip club, if you've ever been into one and stayed that late. <laughs> you can still see all the mood lighting on, but it looked way cooler when it wasn't competing with the other lights. This is another one of those pictures I would have totally blown up in frame for my viewing pleasure in the 360 Vegas studio, but I'll probably just add it to the collection and enjoy it in one of the four places I enjoy all the TwitPic of the Week winners in my house. Two max, two flat-screen TVs. For the record, thank you at <laughs> Vegas Hotel Rebs for sharing this spectacular picture, and it is spectacular. I love this picture.
0: It's gorgeous. It is, How, wh- but it is an aerial shot, right? Like this. This was a helicopter or airplane doing. I have to
2: think it's an the airplane because right? it was pretty high up, and I don't think helicopters are
0: are hanging out that high unless they're military.
1: Well, it also looks looks like it's time release because the. Observation wheel. Because it's wrapped
0: in a giant Advil pill.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. The observation. You, you said it was.
0: You thought it was a t- time release, so I just figured I th- it was safe for my tummy. Oh
1: goodness. Just, no. No. Tony? Okay. I'll keep um, drinking. All right. <laughs> Yeah. So, no, the, the observation wheel is a solid color, which...
2: Which would indicate that it's, it's spinning.
1: Right. So okay. it's a time I got gotcha. you. All right. But there were two things that I found interesting about this. Number one is the open blank space behind Wynn and Encore, which I'm assuming it's is the... golf the, course. Right, the yeah. golf course. But then you realize the airport is right there behind it. Mm-hmm. And I love that there's this massive black space that you realize is the airport that you keep landing in before you get to the Strip. I, th- I just think that... The lack of lights is also as interesting as the ton of lights.
2: You're not the only one that said that. Somebody else had mentioned the giant spaces where Stardust and yeah. the New Frontier used yeah. to be. It's very glaring those very to those obvious. of us who know. Otherwise, it just looks like the strip ends at a certain certain point, but we know what used to be there.
1: Well, I, normally I, I was a little worried because usually when I point something out, you're like, crazy.
2: Oh, that was good. You're not
1: the first one that said it. Oh, thanks, honey. It's
2: really good.
1: Oh. okay.
0: <laughs> you're not crazy but you're not original
1: <laughs> oh thanks tony thank you much
0: as always we will link to the photo on our blog and feature on all of our social media outlets such as Flickr, pinterest facebook google plus and twitter let's move into the news So the Raiders say suck it, Adelson.
2: Uh, After learning that Raiders owner Mark Davis had a meeting with the Las Vegas Stadium Authority last week, a meeting in which they determined the Raiders would lease the stadium for a dollar a year, Sheldon did what pretty much everyone expected him to do the moment he started waffling. Publicly pouting, he officially withdrew himself as the chief financial backer of the stadium. As previously alluded to, another financial backer was waiting in the wings and they were revealed to be Goldman Sachs, although even that support is being questionable. In a statement, the stadium authority chairman clarified that regardless of how things develop post Adelson, the public portion of the project would not change. At this point, it's up to the Raiders owner to invest the entire 1.15 billion in private funding needed to complete the project and assume operating responsibilities. Raider's owner issued a statement himself acknowledging the departure of Adelson's money and reassuring that he still intends to relocate to Las Vegas. Using his papers as a propaganda machine, many predicted he would, claimed that he wanted no stake in ownership. Understanding such a request would be a deal breaker. That is Adelson that has the propaganda machine newspaper. Sorry. The billionaire didn't get his way. Wait. So hold on. You've got one more
0: bullet point. Yeah, I'll get to it.
1: No, go ahead. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. A, no, I need, <laughs> I need to process that.
0: I need to process this. Well, no,
1: because I'm reading this saying that um, Adelson said he he wanted no stake in the ownership. Yeah. But why else would he pull out?
2: Because he's a fucking baby. He's not getting what he wants. What did he want? Who, who knows? He's the point is he didn't get whatever it is that he wanted, and everybody has said that that's what it was. So he pulls out and like, going, I didn't want that, by the Wait, way. Wait. So
1: he said he, uh, behind the scenes. Everybody was saying that that's what he wanted, he wanted and he pulled out Raiders? and
2: said, no, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't want. I swear to God, you're literally in the same room as we, uh, read from the same notes that we've been. Uh, we we've already reported on this more than Wait, once. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Then stop. Move on. <sighs> I don't know how to. You uh, got one last bullet point. <laughs> <laughs> Even if this whole thing falls through and the Raiders don't come, the stadium may still get built for UNLV.
1: So one thing, when you initially said at the beginning of the story, because I was listening, we said they were leasing it for a dollar. I was like, what the hell? But then you read through it and you're that like, okay, but the they're going to gonna front $1.15 billion Yeah. Okay, leasing it for a dollar makes way more sense.
2: Yeah, I, there's so much that goes into, into that kind of thing. It's, it's the same thing as like a CEO paying himself a dollar. You know, the guy's getting fucking paid, trust me. But it, in Options,
1: in, bonuses. Yeah, exactly. All it's all just shit, the
0: salary yeah. is a dollar, and I'm sure there's tax
2: reasons for doing that.
0: Well, this one, I think, is actually exciting. I like the idea of, like, Plaza Brightside.
2: Yeah, after a record occupancy year in 2016, the property that hosted day one of 360 Vegas Vacation 3 continues to evolve and improve. Um, Improve?
1: Improve.
2: Yeah. Coming March 3rd will be Brightside Breakfast and Burgers. It's going to open at the property... The Las Vegas Informer reports that it will be located on the casino floor, set up with a traditional deli counter where customers will place their orders. Options will include, beyond those mentioned in the name, paninis, tossed salads, and loads of made-to-order sandwiches. Those that don't want to wait for their order at the counter can have it delivered to their table. Right Side will be open 7 a.m. to midnight, Sunday through Thursday till 2 a.m. on Friday and Saturday, and offer seating for up to 100 The property recently finished getting its Ed Hardy Tramp stamp. I'm sorry, what? We reported on that last week. The the, the mural. It's unbelievable. What what do you mean? You mean the one you were on? Yeah, you didn't get a chance to listen to the one that you were on. (laughs)
0: Listen, I'll tell you why I'm excited about this. And that's because outside of Hash House Gogo, which... I absolutely love I will I will profess it from the highest mountain that that is my favorite restaurant. If you don't want a giant plate of food that just sits there in your gut all day, I think this uh, this this bright side place is going to be a tasty place to go because based on kind of what you're feeling, you know, that level of, of of hangover that you've got the next morning. Maybe you only want something light like a breakfast, couple eggs, something greasy like the, you know, the bacon and the sausage right. or maybe you need something more substantive to eat and you're like, okay, if I can get a real meal in me like a burger and fries, I'm going to be, you know, ready to charge through the rest of the day. I think this is a great place to do it. I, I, I would actually quite frankly try this again. I we had a great time staying at Plaza for 360 Vegas vacation three. Yeah. I would stay there again. Absolutely. And this would this would definitely be on my uh, breakfast to-do list i
2: think it's it's interesting i mean i like that it's not like for a while they it seemed like they kept trying to do something that like everybody else had tried and it didn't work and you're like oh this is kind of different all right give this a shot mm-hmm.
0: sure. well yeah especially the beer garden that everybody ha- hung out at we everybody had a great time we that was, played that that whole game fun. people were doing playing jenga it was it was a blast I that
2: agree. Was, that I was way more fun than know. I expected I'm it to be. It. Like, I thought it was going to be fun, but I didn't expect it to be that fun. <laughs> Giant,
1: for Jenga, sure. You can't, yeah. like, argue with that. I mean, come uh,
0: on. Who, who knew? Who knew? <laughs> well, and then what you probably, I mean, realize now, but maybe not, certainly not at the time, is we were one by one being fished away by Alistair to come in and take pictures for your 40th birthday. Oh. So that we had... All of those pictures of us holding the happy birthday mark your 40th
2: is that where it was yeah i thought it was
0: while we were at link he was doing there no
2: it was right
0: there yep that's right That sly son of a bitch now you know why james bond is british now now we
2: now we sullied my memory of uh of of plaza yeah (laughs) Really
1: oh God <laughs> stop it
2: now I feel like they somehow colluded with you guys now I'm like the funny thing I need to talk to you Plasma. everyone
1: else had more fun as a
2: property I need to speak to the property
1: celebrating <laughs> your birthday than you had actually oh. having your birthday
2: yeah and I'm irritated that you guys celebrated true. it slyly and or
1: we, exactly. we, we needed an extra reason reason to party Whatever. you were it, you didn't know it didn't bother you, you it does go, now.
0: Right? I mean that's kind of the best part if you think about it. Everybody got to celebrate the way they wanted to celebrate your birthday and you got to celebrate your birthday the way you wanted us all to celebrate your birthday.
2: And we're going to celebrate
0: oh.
1: Tony's 40th.
2: Well, let's see, that that gonna be,
1: wants to yeah, see that one's going to be see
2: that one's going to be easy because uh, uh, obviously you guys couldn't actually listen to me. You still had to celebrate it and do it in your your way rather than just disregard it. But Tony's is kind of like Please make a huge, giant deal out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just
0: like, well, this is Tony's easy. Holly's
1: joining a great club. I can't wait.
0: Yeah. Oh, I can.
1: No. All oh, right. Come on. It's it's the new thirty.
0: <laughs> so they say.
1: <laughs> hey. All
0: later. right, all right. Uh, tell me, tell me about the Vegas Innovative District. Excuse me, the Vegas Innovation District.
2: Long known as the location of the sawdust joints, there was a time when downtown Las Vegas was dangerous to traverse beyond Fremont Street Experience Canopy. Fast forward a decade and a revitalization of, sh- of sorts, of shorts is what I was going with, of sorts <laughs> Sorry, I like populated that. by unique first class museums and in progress degrossing of the entire area complete with restaurants, shopping, bars, and casinos that hold their own against the strip. But it doesn't stop there. Last year, downtown Las Vegas was designated as, quote, innovation district. Since then, the city has been quietly building up the infrastructure necessary to pull off such a distinction, such as installing 125 miles of fiber optic cable, a wireless network, and a GPS base station. What that means actually started last month with the testing of the driverless bus. Uh Future plans include dumpsters that signal when they are full, a web application that allows you to reserve a parking space and traffic signal optimization that are able to communicate with driverless vehicles. Video analytics will be used to do everything from managing traffic patterns, pedestrian and vehicular, to helping police do their jobs, finding lost children and suspo- and sp- Jesus Christ, and spotting yeah. suspicious packages left unattended. <laughs> The innovation district covers Washington to MLK Boulevard, Charleston to Bonanza Road, and in several cases spills just beyond those borders. To be clear, that includes Fremont Street and basically everything that it touches. This sounds way fucking cool.
0: Yeah. Who yeah, knew? I, I...
2: <laughs> I mean, I knew, but you know, I, I who, who knew beyond me?
0: I really like a web application that allows you to reserve a parking spot. (laughs) I'm going to be like, screw you. There's nobody here. I don't care. I'm parking. I'm going to be like that guy at the mall parking lot. You know, the one that sneaks in while you are patiently waiting for someone to back out.
1: My difference is they'll point to their app and say, I reserved it. I don't think
2: think it's as lame as that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure this is some... Uh, 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 I don't know. Honestly,
1: don't know. they'll build it into the street, and as soon as you reserve it, like a little, like, I know. back Shh. out of the ground. Right? Come
2: <laughs> out, of, out of the block. ground and just shoot up gates around it. So no. nobody else
1: can, like, just, no, just one little block in the back. Nobody else can come in. That's all you need. And when your car comes up, your phone's closed. It's like, oh, it's you. The gate will drop down. You can just park right in. That sounds
0: like unbelievably expensive and incredibly <laughs> broken down. <laughs> they can't get the, the walkways, the eleva- the little escalators to stay working ah. in the summertime. That's why Bally's ripped yes, out Yes, but walkways. those aren't
1: in the Innovation District, are they? that's strip. That is not downtown in the Innovation District.
0: That's right. Very different. We're testing out the future down there.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, just on a slightly different note, I saw an article in today's um, Las Vegas Review Journal that uh there were five folks from downtown that were a part of a panel that spoke about what's the real what do they see as really being the hardest part about getting people to come down to las vegas because for folks that may not have noticed downtown had an absolutely stellar year financially in 2016 versus 27, uh, versus 2015, mm-hmm. something like they were up, and I'm making these numbers up a little bit on the fly, but they were up like 25% from 2015. Mm-hmm. And so everyone's like, what is going on downtown? Everybody's paying attention because the strip was up, but the strip wasn't up percentage-wise. You know the same amount. Right. So apparently there was this panel. Derek Stevens was on it. Jonathan from the Plaza was there. I'm trying to remember. Somebody f- representing Boyd Gaming was there, and somebody representing um oh Seth Shore from the Downtown Grand was there. Right. And they said honestly, our two biggest problems that we're struggling with right now is marketing and the homeless. And I yeah, and it was just it was a really neat and interesting article about you know they're saying we're tr- we're trying to market we're trying to get people to see that there's an alternative to the strip you can come downtown you can get a better bang for your buck you can have the same vegas strip experience but you're doing it significantly closer to one casino to the next with much better dinner prices and gambling options but More we've people. got this terrible homeless problem i mean yeah. it was just it was mm-hmm. a it was a cool article so yeah. good for them for being a, a innovation designation or whatever they're calling themselves <laughs> what that was a good that was value add right there it was. I no, no, I like that, it,
1: honestly i would say send mark the link to the article because he'd I, probably like to like, really post i haven't read that Maybe, i didn't know sorry
0: 13 times over i know five years <laughs> Oh, oh, oh! Right. See. Excuse me, I forgot the Ted Turner of no, Vegas podcast. No, that was all
1: me. Sorry, that was all oh. a dig on me. Mm. Oh, You're sorry. good. It's oh, all on me. Okay.
0: Well, I, I like the Ted Turner reference. I, I loved it too. I mean, there's like four people in the audience that probably even know. me. <laughs> <Yes. is. laughs> right. All right. All right. Can we move into prop bets? Let's move into prop bets, all right. please. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up. Eater Vegas reports the top chef master's chef Lorena, or no, excuse me, I bet you that's pronounced Lorna. No, it's
1: Lorena. No, I bet you that's Lorena. It's Lorena. <laughs> Lorena. Lorena Garcia.
0: Lorena, Lorena Garcia is taking over the space formerly home to the DB uh, Bresery at Venetian and turning it into the resort's first Latin concept titled Chica. See, that's that's female for, wait, that's Spanish for female in in Spanish. Yay female hey, for baby. spanish
1: in spanish
0: <laughs> apparently that takes 3.7 million to do even though the kitchen was already remodeled in 2013 to the tune of 3.5 million dollars after valentino closed and and was remodeled into that db brasserie that we just talked about
2: isn't it weird that they're like it's the I... first latin concept you're like in the whole place
1: it it's not only that it's the fact that it takes 3.7 million to renovate a kitchen.
2: Yeah. Well, no, no, no. They, oh, oh, you mean 3.5 to renovate the kitchen. They're remodeling the rest of the place for 3.7. Because they're like, no, 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 the kitchen's fine. Okay, okay. I agree.
1: Either in, one. In, in, Those in, numbers are in, ridiculous. In
2: three years, they've invested
0: seven million dollars in change into yeah. this one fucking In spot. one restaurant. Yeah. One restaurant is worth seven million. That's.
1: Well, and apparently that's the, the first half that they invested wasn't worth that
2: much because it closed.
1: So. Well,
0: no. Apparently, apparently the kitchen's still
1: solid.
2: <laughs> They're like, dude, food sucks, but nice kitchen. Way to go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we can make one hell of a peanut butter and chocolate sandwich <laughs> in this kitchen. <laughs>
2: State-of-the-art. Oh, Lord.
1: The West End, Las Vegas appears to have bought all the leftover paint Planet Hollywood decided not to use when they underwent their re-theming from Aladdin, as that shade of blue is currently being applied to their exterior. Despite trying to give up their gaming license last May, currently, Max Casinos is still open and operating.
2: It's weird. Color's weird. It's not bad. It's just, it's just weird.
0: Have you guys ever been in there? I have. Me, I think No, I uh, no
1: I've here. been in there. I have.
2: Yeah, I, I swear. I've been Once. like, Karen, look at this. It's cool. You're like, it just looks like another. Get me
0: out. Get
1: me out. <laughs> Get me out. Get me out. Give
0: me out. Oh, Karen, where's your sense of adventure? Oh. Wanting to check out all these little <laughs> grind joints that used to be around? I, miss, I I wish I wouldn't have come to Vegas so late to the party.
1: So you are more than welcome to go with Mark on all of his little treks to all these little places.
0: Anytime. Oh, my gosh. Anytime. Anytime.
1: Baton yes. passed.
2: In what I can only imagine will be a series of questionable only-in-Vegas hires, the Las Vegas Golden Knights have hired former Cirque du Soleil trainer as the head of their athletic training and sports performance. To be fair, prior to his work with Cirque, he was an active member of the U.S. Air Force. It's still weird. Like, of course Vegas is, like, going, No, who's your who's your strength and conditioning coach?
0: Oh, it's the guy from Le Rev." Like, What? The Las Vegas Sun is reporting that Steve Wynn will be the new finance chairman of the Republican National Committee, accepting the job after being asked by President Trump directly. In what we also believe is a conflict of interest, a day after Wynn accepted the job, Wynn Resorts announced that the Republican National Committee's political director would be the company's new senior vice president. Hey, good for that guy. You you know that is a massive pay increase. (laughs) I know, right?
2: I, does anybody else kind of feel like at some point we're going to see the biggest, like, lawsuit in the history of lawsuits from all of this? Like, like antitrust and, and yeah, like, that. just a huge disaster of all, what, <laughs> all of this.
1: What, how long has it been? Has it been two weeks? It's been two weeks to see that he's been sworn in, right?
2: Yeah. Right. Correct. Mm-hmm.
1: I just, I have to stop watching the news. I can't.
2: You know what? It's funny. Whenever I hear that there is a headline, I like, I, I actually enjoy listening to the news in the morning. I want to know what's going on in the world. I'm oh, curious. So I. But you're absolutely right. It has gotten to the point where, and it's not even necessarily, like I said, I don't want to bag on on this guy constantly. He's the president. It's what it is. It is what it is. But he's, what he's I ours. don't like is that the news won't, like, it, it, they don't just report on it. It's, they sandbag on the idea and how could you do this and blah, and, uh, it, it, it isn't just reporting like, and this happened and it's questionable. We don't really get it. Like, they're bringing in fucking specialists or whatever. Anytime I hear that there's some, like, like oh, and coming up, you know, we're talking about, you know, President Trump's decision, we're like, never mind. Um, I just won't watch the news this morning. I don't really care.
1: What what he's doing is extreme enough as it is. Yeah. I, I don't need to hear anybody else. You know what it is?
2: You know what it is? It's kind of like how you and I watch football. I love football. I mean, I'm not saying I love the presidency, but, but so maybe this analogy is bad. But anyway.
1: Well, no, but I, I get where you're going. So, so we, so we love to watch the game. I don't give a fuck about like the, the extra commentary. commentary. I don't, I don't care. care. Yeah, Just, just let, the game, let you know. it happen. Yep.
2: And then, you know, I'll, I'll have an opinion about it. Let it happen. I, I just don't need 8 million people to analyze it. I just don't need it. It's just not entertaining. Well,
1: and the funny thing is, and okay, last political okay, comment, right. and then we'll move on. He doesn't need any help defining the type and the caliber of president that he is he will be able to do that all by himself well That's all i'm saying yeah
2: i almost tried to add on to it and i'm like you, no you we, just to. We, just gotta, we just gotta go we just don't
1: have to go. vital vegas reports that jay leno filmed an episode of his show jay leno's garage at fremont with brad garrett in his 1848
2: that's got to be 1948, considering the fucking Ford was built in the 19.
1: I, I would think, but you wrote this note, so I'm gonna say 1848, Chrysler Town and Country. The episode.
0: Was it was just... way ahead of its time. In, in fairness, in fairness, it it was the name of his two horses. So one was named Town, the other one. Was, one, so it's, one it's the
1: carriage. Yeah. The episode was supposed to be filmed in the Heart Attack Grove, but when Leno informed management that he didn't want any part of the infamously gross theatrics that take place in the establishment, the deal was off, so they filmed outside behind Slotzilla. Yes. I know exactly what it is, too, because I've hung out there waiting for people. You're like, oh, we're just going to stand over here yep. in the shade.
2: Yeah, right. right. <laughs> and lastly, Madison Square Garden has purchased a 62.5% stake in Tau Group for $181 million, with plans to expand the brand globally as well as throw $400 million towards something the market only has about a dozen of, a state-of-the-art entertainment venue. This one located on the land behind the Wynn-Las Vegas employee parking structure. Heavily foot traffic. No word if this project will fail before ground is broken or if it will actually be built and open before actually failing. What a fucking horrible, horrible Wait, so idea. Huh? Like
1: Tao is in the Tao restaurant nightclub that's right, there in right. Venetian. I, I,
2: I, I don't judge that. I don't judge that idea. You want to build that into a global brand, go for it. Madison Square Garden wants to build a state-of-the-art facility, uh, arena, behind the wind fucking parking garage.
1: So I'm sorry. So like we're three we're...
2: blocks from the Strip, basically. Oh, so it's nobody knows it's there. The
1: golf course, and like just keep
2: going. Now, and yeah. It's... Behind the golf course is then the parking structure. Behind that. Okay, that's not a good idea. Well, considering all the other fucking arenas there are around there, I mean, fuck, they got a hockey arena fucking right on the strip now. What are you going to build, Madison Square
0: Garden? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's an absolutely terrible location. I know exactly where the employee uh, parking is because you drive past it when you're on...
2: On the monorail, yeah.
0: Yeah, right. And so I don't know if that's Harmon that's over in that area, but it's it's a long ways away and you are not going I mean, okay, let me back up a little bit let me tell you why I do want this to be successful because if that's successful we're pushing further north then of getting developments and things to go actually do, right. and hopefully that would spur some casinos to be built in that in those open spaces, but no, I agree, that was a great line, no word if this project will fail before ground is broken, <laughs> or if it'll actually be built for and open for business before failing <laughs> Alright, well listen, I guess that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. attractions is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in vegas in the future this segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com if you're going to a concert or an event in las vegas or really anywhere in the world treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com first one is joe rogan he is performing at the MGM Grand Friday, March third. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets start at $33. Wasn't this the guy that used to host that that dare show where uh, you'd have to yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Fear Factor? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Isn't that him? Yeah. Yeah. That's him. What is is that what you do? You pay $33 to have to eat pig anus? He, he's no, actually he's actually pretty a com- funny.
1: A comedian. <laughs> yeah. he's,
2: he is kind of funny. Yeah.
0: He's a little intense and constantly stoned, but
2: <laughs> he's, he's funny. Wait,
1: how are you intense and stoned at the same time? How is that I, possible? Isn't, isn't that
2: crazy that if he isn't stoned, how fucking intense he would be? Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. This is him
0: actually laid back <laughs> with
1: all this pot in his system? <laughs> and Blake Shelton is performing at the MGM Grand on Saturday, March 4th. Show starts at 6.30 p.m. Tickets start at 50 bucks.
2: No word if he and Gwen Stefani will be all over each other in a gross kind of high school kind of Really? Thing like You're pass. paying
1: attention to this? Come on.
2: Oh, enough Move to on. go. Oh, I'm moving on. I don't need to see this shit. Green Day is performing at the MGM Grand April 7th on a Friday. God, I am all over the place today. <laughs> Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $45
0: continuing my days in college third eye blind is apparently still touring and will be at the joint hard rock saturday july 22nd shows start at 7 p.m and tickets start at 40 dollars.
2: you know the thing i like about that though is think about this like we, we know of them when they were they were big right. but the thing is is obviously they're not just fucking touring and no one's showing up so what i like about this is yeah there are millionaires that are like rock stars and then there are people like going yeah it's you have a fucking job that pays you X amount of dollars a year. I fucking play rock concerts that pays me X amount of
0: dollars a year. I'm fine. We're all fine. Everybody's fine. Well, mm-hmm. and, and imagine the best part about that. I mean, granted, I, I respect when uh, artists say they get tired of singing the same stuff over and over. But that's what people are showing up to hear. So you're going to do a set of probably 13 songs. Your show's going to be about an hour, hour and 15 minutes knowing, you know, Vegas. And you're making gobs of money singing a song that you could you could jam the, your eardrums with an ice pick you could never hear again and I still <laughs> bet you could sing it and wouldn't sound like oh that's my spine <laughs> <laughs> uncanny it was uncanny
1: oh my god
0: if you actually closed your eyes I, I bet you really thought you were listening to Third Eye Blind oh I did
1: instead of your ears it took blind. me back okay Australian Pink Floyd is performing at the joint <laughs> at Hard Rock on Sunday August 27th Show start. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's like, it took me back. <laughs> Show start at 8 p.m. Tickets start <laughs> at 95 bucks.
2: That's fascinating. I hope I hope the, the members of Pink Floyd are doing well uh, financially because when Australian Pink Floyd is pulling 95 dollars a ticket. Oh, trust me, because when
1: Pink Floyd plays, if they play, I don't even know they still they, do. They never play. No. All right. Well, they would be like. Several hundred dollars for the like cheap seats and the general uh, yeah.
2: There go. All right. I'm telling you. And Los Rages, featuring Godsmack, Avenged Sevenfold, Breaking Benjamin, and more, are performing at the Downtown Las Vegas Event Center Friday and Saturday, April 21st to the 22nd. Show starts at 5 p.m. Tickets start at $91.
0: There's- so this particular concert was in that article that I was referencing earlier about how impressed folks were of what of people coming downtown to just you know gamble and whatnot and derek stevens had made mention that they were a little concerned of whether they would actually have anybody show up for this concert and he he said like the first night was already sold out and the second one was uh two-thirds of the way sold out or something along those lines no, yeah, I, I would yeah. see
1: that. There, There's, well, there's, and it, it there's is, two bands in there that I would love to see, and for that price, it's totally worth well, it.
2: Well, and it is something that the Vegas market didn't have, let alone downtown, which is an outdoor concert venue. Yeah. That that was close to a casino. I mean, you had Casino, some, hotel, everything right, else. Right, it's yeah. right there.
0: It's brilliant. It's brilliant. I agree. Well, listen, don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all of the artists we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Let's move into the river.
2: We've got some listener feedback. You, you like to talk to us, and we like to be talked to. So. <laughs> we'll start the first one off. We've got an email. This is from our friend Ted Newkirk. Somebody pick it up. I, I do all this shit. You read to
0: me now. Alright, Ted says, hey guys, per the thought about Sahara Avenue may possibly getting a name change, he says, no worries. Highly unlikely. Number one, Hacienda Avenue, Sands Avenue, and Desert Inn Road, the Desert Inn Road, still remain. The Elvis deal was an anomaly. He is the biggest city icon not to have a road named after him, and it connects the Strip with the International. Hell, Jim Murren tried to name a hotel after a street. (laughs) I'm (laughs) Harman. Number two, Sahara is partly in the city and partly in the county. The city and county get along like oil and water. And number three, Probably most importantly, Sahara has over 18 miles in length, with rare exception, it's packed with businesses. You tell me if you want to be the one to tell thousands of businesses, many of which are named after the street, that they have to go through the bullshit of changing their address on their LLC, their envelopes, and all of the billing. And trying to tell people for the next couple of years where they are located? Ted makes a very good point.
2: I like that, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I didn't want to lose that name anyway, so I'm, I'm glad I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, what a great point. I didn't think about that. Especially, I would imagine the same thing's got to be said about Flamingo as well as uh, Tropicana, that there have to be businesses named specifically, you know, with that road name in there. So, right. yeah, I didn't think about that. It's cool. All right, so the next email we got comes to us from Doyle. Uh, he's this, this is a good one.
1: I'm, I, that's kind of why I wanted to read. <laughs> right, sorry, Tony. Quite all right. <laughs> so, dear Three Hundred and Sixty Vegas Podcast, hi, my name is Doyle, and just wanted to say thanks for the show. Y'all are extremely entertaining to listen to, and I appreciate the general <laughs> debauchery and bullshitting that you guys engage in every week. I just had a couple of questions and comments for you, if you don't mind indulging me.
2: I, I I don't mind clearly.
1: Right. <laughs> First and for- foremost, I just wanted to say that I appreciate the effort and research that you put into the podcast it's definitely a labor of love that you go through and edit record and put on the show for us every week and is very much appreciated by all your listeners Aww. <laughs> secondly i wanted to say that even though sometimes i get a little bit uncomfortable when you and your wife Karen argue about things i commend that both of you are adult enough to disagree and really disrespect each other's opinion and love one another at the end of the day I care about the podcast as an extension, and don't want it to be a wedge in your guys' happy marriage.
2: It's, you know what's funny is is her parents say the exact same thing. Like like almost day one with us, is they're like we just get so uncomfortable when you guys argue. And we're like so, we're not arguing.
1: Well, and that's the thing I don't I don't think people understand is you and I bitch at each other on a regular basis, but it's just it's not bitching. It's just that's how we that's
2: how we interact. And yeah. I blame it
1: on you. Because you, you started, and I just had to go with it, and now we, yeah, but we, we I found think, a comfortable Whatever. Medium.
2: See, here's, here's <laughs> the interesting part about this. Now, um, Karen, apparently growing up, used to have a vicious temper, a, a, a just snap temper. And one of the funniest things that I thought... When I first meet her parents, is they're like, "So how do you deal with her temper?" I'm like, "What temper? I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> Apparently, this little thing is that takes care of it. It doesn't build up. It doesn't explode. It's just little snaps at the each worst.
1: other. I hit my brothers all the time. I would fly off the handle extensively, and it was funny because my my whole entire family was like, "How do you deal with her temper?" Marcus like, "I have never seen one." Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know about. what you're talking about. Yeah, it so. came out later, <laughs>
2: but <laughs> but not much. I mean, it's. It does just fit our personalities. We, we don't give. It's almost like we respect each other. Like so many times, we'll say something, and uh, like for instance, uh, like say Karen's not looking at me. I'll say something, and she'll turn back and see me looking right at her because it's like I intentionally said it, waiting to see what her reaction was. And we do it to each other. It. We just. I don't know. It, it's well, fun. And, it, and
1: I think Tony can attest to this. He's he's seen us live and in person. This is just how we are. It's just fun.
2: Right? It's fun. It's it's the same thing that that people for the longest time have done with their with their buddy. I, I don't know what girls do, but w- with guys, like you just harass each other. Okay, you know.
1: so girls can't do that with each other. So it's it's
2: not the okay. Same thing. So so guys do it all the time. You know, like you're close friends. You just give them a hard time. You know, I would even argue it's—it's it's like I used to do the same thing with my sister. I'd fucking pick on her, but nobody else does it. It's the same thing. We're just—we we're, we just pick on each other. We have a fun time. We don't ever actually hit any of the real buttons. We're smart enough to fucking stay away we from. We know that what shit. they are. We yeah. don't hit them. Yeah. So yeah, it, no, her her folks agree with you. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, and I feel bad if it's uncomfortable for the listeners, but that's just kind of us. Well, being But
2: us. it sounds like he gets it. Like it's kinda like it gets uncomfortable, but it's like clearly you guys love each well, other.
1: Well and Tony said it before, he's like parents don't fight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I have seen it firsthand and it's a lot of fun to be involved with and <laughs> and, and, and frankly, there you guys fight the way my wife and I fight her brother said the same thing to us. It's so uncomfortable the way you two bicker with each other.
1: But bickering and is like just normal interaction. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not fighting. Yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's we,
0: just how it is. We go at each other and we're like, all right, that's good. Cool, we move on. Right. It's, now, granted, she's incredibly physical with me in bed. I mean, she beats the <laughs> shit out of me. I, so it's, that I I'm,
1: completely I believe. not
0: right i don't so i'm not really sure if if i'm in a in, in a situation that i should be it's seeking help that, on, but yeah.
1: but the difference is tony you, you love it when she gets physical with you so I know. So, it's,
2: so it's kind of a it's to it you're okay. like I, should i not be is this supposed to be punishment because i'm not this doesn't i don't i don't think this is accomplishing the goal
0: you think <laughs> that it's accomplishing i I was a little concerned when she initially dressed up like Alice and made me Sam the Butcher, but you know what? Once you just embrace it, I just
1: Oh my god. Just
0: let's go with it. Just go with it. Actually
1: you would have loved it because that that show reference would have been from your era. Oh that's brilliant. You would have loved that. That's You're so like, brilliant. She's one of my people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We still have more. We have more. Third. I had a question about your seemingly absent participation in the VIMP Vegas blogosphere. I know that the, quote, most popular Vegas podcast seems to be 500, and I was just curious about why you all aren't participants at the VIMP, because it seems like a lot of your listeners listen to multiple Vegas podcasts.
2: We're never invited. I mean, I don't don't really know why, but we were were never invited. one day we just decided we wanted to do one. We, we, did, we did our vacation. own
1: little visitor meetup, and
2: We don't hold any grudge against them. It's, there's plenty of Vegas oh, no, for all of us. Yeah. There's
1: a ton of people and everybody else. And honestly, to to his point, there are listeners that go to both. Yeah. Well, I, I and mean, that's awesome. and, I, and I think
2: ours is very different from theirs. So it's kind of like, you know, hey, there's this thing, and then there's this thing. There, mm-hmm. It's not like... like Oh, I, I but I want to go to this listener meetup. Like, it's not—they're different. There's, they're very there's different. no yeah.
1: either or. It's all—you yeah. know.
2: There's lots of Vegas for everybody out there. Yep.
1: And lastly, I want to be able to make it out to a 360 Vegas vacation one day. My current financial situation isn't the best suited to be able to take Vegas vacations often, but hopefully in a couple of years I'll be able to make it out to one of the vacations and hopefully hang out on a hot craps roll with the 360 Vegas gang appreciate all that you and your co-hosts do. Thanks, Tony, Alistair, and every other host you have and have had. Keep up the good work. Best, Doyle.
0: Thank you, Doyle. Thanks! That was a very nice email. It, it good was! It was a very nice email. And we'd love to have you come out sometime, Doyle. Even if um, even if you're not necessarily interested in doing all of the gaming or all of the eating or whatever, it's just come hang out with us, because there's a whole lot of that always going on. You'd be surp- you'd
2: surprised, Doyle, there are, are some people yeah. that aren't you know, very affluent and come on a shoestring budget and just have a great time. And
1: honestly, ask us and we can point you to all the best places. Yeah. Just to, you know, to be there and to come hang out because we, we do stuff that's not expensive.
2: You know what's funny? I would say probably the the, the thing that I had, uh, other than the Luxor gaming thing was obviously epic, but I would say possibly my favorite part of Vegas Vacation 3 was hanging out at Brand. When
0: we were, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, just yeah, hanging out, having
2: drinks and bullshitting, yeah. that was so much fun.
0: Well, and also we, what was the bar at the link that we hung out at just to kick off? Oh right, yeah,
2: before it, uh, Tag Bar. Tag. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. yeah, just the hanging out. Well, and to your point, you talked about when we were hanging out at the uh, at the beer garden at Plaza. It's like the hanging out is like, shit, this is really fun. We got to do this more.
1: Well, and we've been fortunate because everybody that we've met through this is just awesome.
2: Almost. There's there's Bogan. Let's be honest. (laughs) No, you are calling him out. Oh my god! (gasps) He's just the first person to pop in my (laughs) ass. It's
0: awesome. We
1: have met awesome and amazing people. Honestly, there are folks that we have invited to our house. These are like friends we're gonna have forever and ever. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. So, ours is just a great hangout. If you can listen to the show and you still like us, you probably want to come. Yeah, you're probably gonna like us a lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, listen, uh, let's move on to our Twitter poll because we've got the results from last week's stakery that yes. you had posted.
2: We asked you what your favorite steak place in a Vegas property was. And surprisingly, and not that it isn't a great place, but surprisingly, Andiamo is at the D, 44%. I
1: know. I was surprised.
2: Well, it's a phenomenal steak place. I, I don't want to knock it I at all. It. I don't want to make it sound like I am. I love it. It's in my top five. It is. I just wouldn't have guessed nope. at all that this would be the winner. But yep. well done, Diamos. Followed that up with Heritage at the Mirage and Cut at Palazzo tied at 20%. And STK at Cosmopolitan came in at Aww.
1: 16%. Mark, your favorite came in last.
2: No, it didn't wah, come wah, in last. Wah. There were loads,
1: wah, wah, loads
2: wah. of replies <laughs> to other casinos or to, to other steak places. But once again, I will say that of the four we picked, We picked the four most popular because nobody charted below even the uh, STKs. I'm not surprised because they're
1: all really great
2: steakhouses. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a phenomenal. I mean, it's what they initially started being fine dining for. You had your buffet and you had a steak place and and then your cafe. Mm -hmm. So there you go. All right. This week's poll. What's your favorite movie featuring Las Vegas? Your options are The Hangover. Ocean's Eleven, the remake with Clooney. Viva Las Vegas with Elvis. And Vegas Vacation. As always, if your favorite isn't listed, just reply to the tweet and let us know what your favorite movie set in Vegas is.
0: That's a tough one. Yeah, It is uh, a tough so one. So, I got to tell you something. My, I think we've talked about this before. Jen and I like to, the night before Vegas, we like to go on a Vegas movie marathon. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And if I were would have made this list, the only change to this list I would have made is I would have swapped out uh, Viva Las Vegas for Casino. So my list would have been oh. Hangover, The Ocean's Love and remake, t- Casino. That's a win. tough
2: one. I could definitely see that. That might be the first thing that charts
0: beyond the, the four that we offer. Yeah. Uh, so this is a this is a really really tricky. A list because each of these casinos have or each of these movies has something about them that makes them such a phenomenal movie yeah i can't wait to see how they rank yeah. i can't wait and frankly i can't wait to find out what other movies the listeners chime in with because i wonder if casino might be one of them i wonder if fear and loathing in Los no is that is that a thing fear and loathing in las vegas
2: yeah. is that a movie it is a thing but it's awful. and then
0: and leaving las vegas is one of them leaving
2: las vegas is heavily featured in vegas um, it's not that bad. It's a, it's a bit depressing. It's not that bad.
0: Sure, sure. That's the one um, where you see
2: Bruno Mars in it. L- right. Little baby Bruno Mars being obvious. Awesome.
0: Oh, Right. So anyway, it's just great list, man. Great Thank list. You. Good good luck, voters. I, was, I'm lucky I don't get to participate in them.
2: It was one of these goofy things where I, all of these things started with just one of those random, like I was kind of bored things, and it popped in my head, and like a dozen of these things popped in. I'm like, what would
0: be the best of this? What about the best of this? And I just made notes about them, and that's, and that's what the Twitter poll thing is. Nice. Well, listen, I guess that's going to do it for episode 222. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog. It's 360VegasPodcast.com. You can support the show via purchasing things from our affiliates, such as Amazon, Caesars Entertainment, Tickets.AccessVegas.com, Earth Limos, or just make a PayPal donation. You can buy merchandise from our store, which is Zazzle.com forward slash 360Vegas. We will get a cut of those profits. Or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send us feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360 Vegas Podcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can people find you? I am at 360 Vegas Tony. And Karen,
1: I'm at Karen Mark.
0: He just told you
2: where to find me, so until next time. Actually, no, wait, we're taking off next week, so you'll see us in two weeks. <laughs> 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 All right, till next time.